Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but so, look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair, yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah, and how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household, so anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. <laughs> it works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you can have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. 
Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's been approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is the Almost Famous Podcast. Ashley I Kennedy are here. We're not stopping, even though it's the official off-season. It's feel like... It's been a while since we really had like an off season. Uh, yes, we haven't had an off season in a long time. If you backtrack to this time last year, there was Listen to Your Heart. Then a couple of weeks after that ended, there was The Bachelor Greatest Hits, which went on for like eight to ten weeks. And then we had the Tasha Claire season and then we had Matt season. Like there has not been any off season this year and there really won't be again once we start with Katie's season in May. No. So let's take this time to do in depth and do some more host chat and all that. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I think it's going to be awesome. We're going to do a lot of headlines too. I mean, there's a lot of things to talk about. I feel I also actually feel like this is um, a really terrific time like any time is, but this is a good time to kind of like slow down and enter into the space of some of these conversations that have been happening around bachelor nation and around the world, like to really kind of dive into those and to bring on some guests who can speak to them, speak mm-hmm. with them, speak with us, um, to kind of maybe move into this next season, like better educated, uh, better prepared, uh, all of us. I think it's a great time for that. Ashley, um, speaking of host chats, uh, I know right now you have some big moves going on in life. We've mentioned it a few times, but but we've kind of waited. I've waited, I guess, to ask you as a friend even. You and Jared now have officially moved, I, I think, from what I'm seeing on Instagram. What's going on in your life? Like, what have you bought a house? Are you close? Are you where are you moving to? Like, can you just give us a rundown of where your life is at? Yeah, like I can't even remember where I talk about this stuff and where I don't. So, so I, I forgive us if we have kind of discussed it and I say the same things again. Um, so basically, I don't know if you remember Ben. <laughs> in my vows, I literally promised Jared to move to Rhode Island, New England, um, and that's where we would make our home, you know, for life. That happened, it's happening a little bit earlier, maybe a year or two earlier than planned, but that's because over the past year with COVID, we've really realized that we can do so much of our work remotely. Like, you know that I used to go into the iHeart studio every week, um, and then you'd be on Zoom, you know, you'd be on the screen there. Um, But we really don't have to do that anymore. Like how we record now is just dandy. And so much of what we can do is remote, and we really just didn't feel like LA would even get very very back to normal for another year possibly i mean like maybe fall we'll see so we're just like we're spending we're wasting so much money on rent in our apartment on the west coast and we'd rather be with our family on the east coast so if we already spent two-thirds of this year on like the past calendar year on the east coast let's just get rid of our apartment save that money um for the well what we did decide over December is that we want to build a house. So we're going to 
hopefully build a house within the next year but we have to find land to do that and it's really hard to look for lots or houses or anything like that when you're not there right so we are going to Rhode Island tomorrow we spent the week with my parents in Virginia um, while we waited for our movers to bring the stuff they arrive on Wednesday We'll get there tomorrow. And Jared and I are just kind of going to spend time with our families over the next couple months, maybe. Um, but May, June, we are going to start, you know, looking for an apartment. We're just going to rent for a year or two until our hopeful house is ready to move in. So did you drive across the country? Or how are you? No. Okay. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, props to those who do that. I actually do think it would be kind of cool. Uh, but that's not, that was not in the cards for now. Would you, would you, or have you ever driven across country? Uh, no, I drove, I think the longest I've ever driven is like Indiana to Denver. So that's not that far. Uh, no, to, how, no, how no, far no, no, I've driven Indiana to Wyoming to Buffalo, Wyoming. So that's, that's 27, eh, 27 hours. So that's pretty long. That's really long. The most I've ever done is like six and a half, seven. And that was like Virginia to Syracuse is about six, six fifteen, And then Virginia to Rhode Island, which we've driven a couple times this year and we'll do again tomorrow is about six, six and a half. Ashley, and before that's we, my peak. before we get moving on to headlines here, uh, what kind of house are you guys looking to build? I mean, a lot of people out there listening to this, you know, Jessica and I are right now finishing decorating our house. We did a few things. I did, uh, I'm doing a lot of stuff and she's doing a lot of like the decoration, you know, Facebook marketplace, huge winner, uh, for all oh, things needed. Yeah. I will, I will advertise for them in a second. You know, we have some great, like we have Brooklyn in, uh, you know, we have, yeah, Brooklyn in on here. That's great. She's like, we've, we've really kind of like started to work on this house. Um, what kind of, like, what kind of house are you building? People like I think are very style? intrigued. Yeah. Uh, I like pretty traditional colonial, but you know, I like the very modern inside the very like 2020 era look, which is a lot of white, a lot of neutrals. We really like gray hardwood floor. That's like a, a weird must have of ours. We like stone fireplaces. I want a very traditional like new England style look on the outside. Um, white paneling, black shutters, possibly a red door. I really like those. Um, I don't know what they're called, but like, you know how like on a third level or in the attic, you have those like three windows that kind of like pop out a little bit from the roof. Sure. Yeah. I, I, I can envision it. I have no clue what it's, it's like. A it's on a terrace. Yeah. I, I, I no, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. So like that look just like traditional, like modern colonial. That's super awesome. Ashley, I'm pumped for you. This will be a fun. This is going to be a really fun season. You've done the LA thing. You've done it well. You've crushed it through the whole thing. Now it's time um, for Rhode Island and to make your first home with Jared. This is really yeah. awesome. That's Thank super you. cool. Well, Thank um, you. you know, it's uh it's a busy time in, uh, in, in the world around us. There is a lot of headlines uh, going on. In fact, um, this is kind of what these podcasts are about. Let's break down going on in Bachelor Nation right now. We're going to come back with Bachelor Headlines. What keeps baby skin healthy? 
a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello! Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're back with Bachelor Headlines. Of course, we have our resident expert on all things headlines. Ashley Iconetti here waiting. Uh, first headline is this. Matt James talks possibility of Rachel Kirkenell reconciliation says he's not going to be dating this according to people. Yeah. So, you know, during after the final rose, I think it was pretty obvious to all of us that there wasn't much interest in reconciliation. Well, this week, Matt was on the Bill Simmons podcast and he said, I don't think again, he said this, I don't think anybody's irredeemable. I think that I think that for Rachel, there's a lot that we didn't discuss that we probably should have talked about. I probably should have asked her more clarifying questions and I'm giving her space to do that. However, he says um, that he's just so exhausted. He wants to take a step back from everything and process what's been going on. He just says that he's focused on getting back into that meaningful work that he does in the community and centering himself around projects that are going to elevate all the work. And he's been working on doing... um, you know, all that stuff in this, in New York city and special interest stuff. He really just wants to like kind of focus on life outside reality TV, but he said that he won't be dating for a while. That's the, 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 the juicy, the juicy quote here is that he, uh, yeah, won't be dating for a while. going to focus on work. Hey, good. I mean, good for him. If that's what he feels is right and best for him. We hope that he can uh, heal, come back stronger than ever. He's a special dude. Well, uh, more Matt James headlines because obviously this is all kind of circling around like you're getting the undertones of this that you know Matt is is processing a lot right now I don't want to put words in his mouth that he's struggling but he's processing a lot Uh, he has a tweet this week that says Google therapist need me near me which I think you know just kind of hints at that he's looking to talk to somebody but then in addition to that which is the headline I'll read uh we all kind of assume that he deleted his Instagram based on kind of um that tweet criticism yeah but there's more to it here and i think it's really interesting uh the headline reads here's why matt james deleted his instagram pics after taxing bachelor experiences according to e so it's a source and they're exclusively telling e that matt wants a fresh start right now that his bachelor season has ended he said he's the source says that he's ready for new beginnings and that is one of the reasons he cleared his instagram he wants to take a step back and refocus his priorities says the show was toxic and taxing on his mental health and he's glad that it's over um he said the insider also says that 
between him and Rachel, it all ended badly and there's no chance that they will ever get back together. And Matt truly loved Rachel and it was devastating that he had to end their relationship. Well, we, uh, not a shock there, right? Based on what we saw on after the final rose, but it does give clarity to where they're at. Um, some things that I think we would have loved to have some, some insight into is the next headline. This was super interesting. Emmanuel Acho, who stepped in for Chris Harrison and did after the final rose this, this season, uh, details, Rachel Kirkinell and Michelle Young's unaired bachelor after the final rose conversation. This according to us weekly. Yeah. So what happened is there was a conversation between Michelle and Rachel that didn't get aired. He said, you know, he was disappointed about that, but he totally understands that there's time constraints, you know, on, on everything when it comes to television. So this had to, you know, be cut out. Uh, Rachel, uh, he was talking to Michelle basically and he said that he could sense that she was still hurt that Rachel never reached out to her personally once the photos surfaced and given their friendship on the show she was just you know she was feeling off about that and he said that it wasn't in the, in the script it wasn't planned at all but he figured that since they were both in the building why not talk about it face to face so he also said that um you know, the reconciliation between Rachel and Matt wasn't going to happen. So he wanted to have like some sort of reconciliation take place on after the final rose. So Rachel was willing and Michelle hadn't left the building yet. So he brought the two of them out to talk. Uh, he said that Michelle was just very upset, but, um, he said that, you know, Michelle was very upset, um, but that they had a good conversation. The two shared an embrace, which <laughs> we didn't see from Rachel and Matt. Uh, and the two of them sat there and he said that he thought it was a nice, it was a beautiful moment that he could witness. He actually feels like very grateful that he got to witness this. He said it was the favorite moment that you didn't get to see, um, but that it was a very satisfying conversation, basically. Well, it's, uh, you know, again, I think that uh, there's a lot from the season that we're going to continue to talk about. Uh, we're going to continue to lean into uh, as the off season happens. It's something that I, I think all of us here are, are ready for, um, prepared for, and also very intrigued by is, you know, how do we lean into this? Well, so these conversations, these reconciling moments that Emmanuel Acho is expressing are, are things that I hope can happen. Um, now, there is more headlines around the final rows. This is something that's interesting. We had Bree Springs in the podcast uh, just last week. Um, and this was not brought up. Kind of wish it was. No. But Bree Springs, <laughs> the headline reads, <laughs> Bree Springs was edited out of after the final rows episode. This according to Screen Rant. So Brie was on extra last week and she mentioned there that she was extremely disappointed because she felt like she had a great conversation with Emmanuel about her journey and was able to kind of wrap it up in a bow and got good closure from it. And she wishes people could have seen her reach that conclusion. How did she not mention this? And she was talking about getting um, closure last week with us. Oh, well, I that's don't fine. know. I don't know, but it's fine. Um, she said that there are very important conversations that needed to be had. But yeah, um, she was there and she she said that she was, she revealed other things to Emmanuel a little bit lighter, um, said that she was scared for her life when the ATV flipped over. Um, and yeah, I mean, that that's basically it. But 
it was interesting that something like something like this would have been cut out. But the, the thing is that it was an hour long, you know, if yeah. it was two hours long, then we would have been able to see the conversations between Rachel and Michelle and Brie. But I think like at the point after leaving that two hour finale episode, having shown Brie's exit, which happened the week before it would have felt a little bit like out of place. Yeah. So I don't remember, but our, after the final rose is usually an hour or they usually yeah, two. Well, okay. Okay. Well, remember how in the past couple of years they've made them live. So like yeah. they kind of throw back to the audience Okay. a little bit. So it's, it feels like it's kind of spread out over three hours, but the actual uh, after the final rose conversation is usually an hour. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, skipping ahead. Uh, we're going to start talking about our new bachelorette. Uh, bachelorettes, I guess we could say at some point, but right now it's Katie Thurston's time to be the bachelorette. Ashley, this is interesting to me because I remember back in the day, the contestants weren't even revealed sometimes until after taping was even done. Like I remember when it was announced and now they're announcing them so early. I want to hear two things. One is your thoughts on the headline. Two is your thoughts on that and why they're doing it. But the headline reads Katie Thurston's potential bachelorette contestants revealed this according to entertainment tonight. Okay. I'm going to click this link and we're going to go through some pictures together. The oldest gap, the oldest age difference between Katie and like her oldest and youngest guy is 11 years. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, so it's 11 years between the youngest guy on the season, supposedly, and the oldest guy on the season. The youngest guy is supposedly 25, which I love. Okay, great. Because you were 25 on The Bachelor. I start feeling like 20, or Bachelorette, sorry. I, I think that that's like beginning to be a good time frame to start going on. And then the oldest is 36. I also love that. Great. Um... Katie is 30 for you guys who don't know. And to answer your question, I I don't know. I don't know that I have a preference on whether on like when the photos are revealed. I think it's a little, I think it's kind of exciting to get the profiles up. I guess the profiles still go up towards, you know, the beginning of the season right now we're just getting photos. So all we're doing is judging looks. Um, and yeah, we have no background. So I don't know. I don't really care either way. I feel like I guess if I had to choose, I'd prefer not seeing the contestants until just a week or two before the season starts. Just kind of gets you hyped. I don't know. What do you have a preference? Uh, I don't no, I mean. I, my preference is they should at least wait till filming starts so that the guys don't start messaging each other. Like it was kind of exciting to not know. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm a, are they? Are the guys already in filming right now? Yeah, I think they start filming tonight, actually. Yeah, so they could have seen this um, while they're still kind of out there, and they could have started, like, meeting the guys. And I like the the surprise. I Just like that, the not knowing who was going to show up, not knowing if you're, you had a friend that was going to be there. I always thought, you know, there was going to be a friend of mine that randomly showed up and that I didn't know about. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's I don't mind seeing the cast early. It gets us familiar with them. We'll probably push this to the side until closer to the season launch like most people will, but it's a good looking group of dudes. Um, I'm pumped to break it down as we usually do. Uh, I think there's a lot here. I'm hoping for a really good love story as we do every season. Um, but yeah, my preference is that they would wait. I just think it's I think it's kind of the, the fun and the surprise of all. Also, like it gives us something fun to talk about 
when a season encroaches like they've been releasing these pictures the day after a finale like once somebody's announced as the as the lead and i'm like okay 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 like just give me a couple week break and then i'll get excited again when these photos come out i'm looking at the guys and it seems like abc was the ones who released these pictures so um yeah you would hope so if not that's a massive leak um that'd be really weird <laughs> I, yeah it says abc yeah release the photos but they're not the photos you know what i mean like they're not the ones against yeah. like the the classic backdrop yeah they're like good photos that make these dudes look good until they <laughs> they throw them in a in a green screen that you know makes them look all sorts of weird hey um <laughs> well speaking of this next season coming up Tasha adams is speaking out she's talking about her her new gig as uh, I don't know what we're, call- we're calling her the host now. I think that's what we're going to call her, uh, her and Caitlin Bristow. But Tasha Adams. guides. They're yeah, guides. Yeah, it's the same thing. Tasha Adams says of new Bachelorette hosting gig, my presence matters. This according to CNN. Yeah, they talked to CNN this week and Tasha said she's so incredibly excited. She feels so honored to have been given the opportunity. If I can provide any sense of comfortability for anybody who's watching the show, knowing that I'm there, my presence matters, but that means that means the most to me. That's what she said. She said that she found such an amazing love on this journey. And if she could be a mentor for Katie to do the same, um, that's what she's there for. And she's excited to have any helping hand in that matter. Tasha continued to say that, did I ever think that this is where I would be and where my journey would end up? Absolutely not. But it feels so right. And I truly feel like I should be here. And I truly feel like I can help Katie on this journey. Well, we're excited to see how that plays out. It's going to be super interesting to have both Tasha and Caitlin guiding uh, Katie along the way. Uh, and I, I do. I think um, both those women uh, matter a great deal to anybody they come in contact with. Terrific people. Uh, and I'm excited to see it play out. Hey, do we know, side note here, do we know if Jason is or um, if uh, Clarky is, uh, <laughs> it, are, are they quarantining with okay. the women? Jason definitely is. And I want to know how they got their dogs over there because like they've stopped with ESA dogs on airlines, which it's a whole other topic, but I want to know how the dogs got there. Did Jason have to drive the dogs? He's definitely there. Uh, and then it doesn't look like Clarky is there with her. Uh, I'm sure he will be at some point. But, Jason you know, is it's two months now. Jason has a lot of stuff going on, right? His his uh, his website and his Instagram uh, restart is incredible. It's something that I admire and follow. But yeah, very cool. he's like the best hype man ever for Caitlyn. Like that the, dude quarantined for Dance man. with the Stars. He's quarantining for her role. I mean, this is going to be a long quarantine. Like, I mean, I'm sure once you know he quarantines, he can get out, and move about the resort, and kind of do his thing and walk the dogs and enjoy it. But like. This is, he's the best, uh, he's getting like best boyfriend award right now. Seriously, Yeah, he's crushing it. He's quit something. Luckily, he can work from most, you know, most quarantine spots. But we know that with Zach, he, he and his, the rehab center, he probably has to be there in person more often. Yeah, fair enough. I'm sure he'll be making a visit. Fair enough. Well, um, 
Hey, last week we uh, had a headline that we kind of skimmed over, but just like briefly talked about. We said Claire Crawley and Dale Moss were like no longer like it wasn't going to work out. Yeah. That was the headline that we read. It was it was the Whoops. information that was passed to us. Uh, most people were in agreement to this. We didn't get a lot. Of, we didn't get any backlash on it. But as the week played out, we realized that we were wrong. Everybody was wrong. That there's more to this story than we see. Ashley, there's a couple of headlines here about Claire and Dale that we're going to run through. We're going to do them step by step. The first one is uh, Claire Crawley and Dale Moss are celebrating her 40th birthday. This is according to Entertainment Tonight. Yep. She turned 40 this week and she spent it with Dale in New York. And there are pictures of the two of them kissing with masks on. You know, like have you, you've done that? Nose, like Eskimo them? kisses, like little like yeah. nose things. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a picture floating out there. Very easy. Just type in Claire and Dale mass kiss and it'll come up. And uh, they looked very cute. They were, you know, having a little stroll. Paparazzi caught them. Um, And then there's another headline talking about them working on things that went wrong. So the things that apparently gone wrong in the past include... I think it's, it's not him not being ready for marriage and kids. So I don't know, like, how that's going to work, <laughs> right? Like, if that was the main issue, then uh, is maybe maybe Claire's like, okay, I am down to wait a little bit longer. Who knows? We got to get some insight into this. Uh, obviously, uh, who, you know, who knows what the next week will play out with the two of them. But we will we will continue to dig in. We have a whole team on it. I mean, they are researching this relationship figuring out what's going on with Claire and Dale, but they are together in New York celebrating her birthday, um, smiling beneath the masks, which uh, I guess you can tell because they're smiling with their eyes. Hey, uh, (laughs) Ashley, let's take a break here. When we come back, we have some really interesting headlines. They're going to, we're going to cover Kelly and Peter. We're also going to uh, cover this upcoming season of the bachelorette in addition to that we're going to talk about uh the masked singer which has been getting a lot of headlines in Mm -hmm. bachelor nation and finally we're going to end with a major headline about jojo fletcher and jordan rogers we'll be back with the almost famous podcast what keeps baby skin healthy a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, to live and die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
All right. Now we're going to dive into the next bachelor relationship uh, that has officially ended this one. They're not back together, uh, but Kelly Flanagan is speaking out for one of the first times ever. Kelly Flanagan says there were non-negotiable factors that went into Peter Weber split. This is according to people. Okay. So it all unraveled on New Year's Eve. Uh, they decided they they decided to move to New York City together, right? Remember how they were supposed to do that? And then they announced their split on New Year's Eve. Well, they tried to mend their relationship once more in February. I think it was around Super Bowl time, but now they're calling it quits for good. Kelly said that on her end, there were just a lot of non-negotiables in the relationship that essentially were seeming to um, be worked on or saying that they were going to be worked on or changed and actions kind of speak louder than words. She said, if there is something that I saw as disrespectful in a relationship, I would speak on it. I was pretty vocal. I think think communication is huge in a relationship and there were things that essentially I would be like hey look this makes me feel like and this makes me feel this way um and they really weren't changing she said that he essentially tried to get back together and was trying to work on things and she was very hesitant and he was telling, ooh, she's getting juicy here. He was telling her things like, I love you and I want to get back together with you again. And that happened around Valentine's Day, but that is also around the week where they decided to call it quits for sure, for sure. Okay. So guys, they broke up on New Year's weekend. They, they tried to rekindle things. He was saying he was working on things. He, she didn't really see the, the work in progress. There was really no improvement. And they really called it quits for real, for real around Valentine's Day. Well, to top it off, the next headline, I mean, it, it sounds like uh, Kelly's speaking out. It sounds like there's respect for each other. They're both moving forward. And then on top of it, Kelly Flanagan lights her hair on fire. Um, that's the next Sorry, headline. It's like not funny, but like the progression of things was funny. Yeah. What is, what's going on there? Uh, basically like Blake just says that, you know, he's friends with both of them. She, he really likes Kelly met her in person over the Super Bowl where they had that reunion. Um, but, and then they still care about each other and you just can't turn off those feelings. Right. Um, but whether they get back together or not, he doesn't really know. He just knows that they're, they're on pretty good terms. Well, um, yeah, so hair on fire, hair on fire. <laughs> um, hey, big news right now hitting the, 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 the waves here as we're talking. Jessica Clark, my fiance right now was in a test as we were recording this to, oh my find, God, she passed? to find out if she passed to become an official licensed esthetician. She just called me. I ignored it, which is never a good thing to do. I'm going to call her back and I'm going to give yeah. us an up to date headline. If she passed, if she didn't pass, this is going to be awkward and we'll work through it. Hello, honey. Uh, you are on the Almost Famous podcast. How did it go? Oh, <laughs> good. I passed. Yay! Yay! <laughs> Amazing. We knew it. We knew it. We had zero doubt. I love you. You are official licensed esthetician. Now, uh, hon, for anybody out there listening who lives in Denver and is looking for an esthetician, where can they find you here in the next six months? I can officially say I am opening a skin clinic on South Pearl Street, and it's called Just Skin Den. Hey, Just Skin Den. If you are looking so in cute. Denver for an esthetician, Jessica Clark is your girl. She is uh, caring with her 
soul, her mind, and her hands. I think that's important in esthetician world. Hey, I will call you back later, hon. Thanks for the update. Congrats, Jess. I wish that you could fly and extract my pores at any time. Well, Ashley, I think she's going to take you up on that. Love you, hon. We'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. It's a big deal, so guys. Sweet. It's a big that deal. It's a, a big, big moment. Deal. Huge moment hitting right now as we talk. That's that's just incredible. Well, hey, uh, Ashley, as we're off topic from The Bachelor for a second, there is another headline I want to read. Um, this that one... That doesn't have to do with hair burning? That doesn't have to do with hair burning at all. Okay. I mean, that's, that's unfortunate at every level, but, you know, who hasn't burned off their eyelashes, eyebrows at some point? Um... I just saw this today, and I know it's a popular show uh, on on television, maybe the most popular ever. Well, I found out that Pete Davidson is rumored to be dating the girl from Bridgerton, the the, the lead <gasps> girl. This really this according to TMZ. This is this is a massive headline that I think most people will be interested in, and we might be able to break it mo- sooner than most. If it is true, <laughs> Ashley, what does that do for your heart? delightful what a coupling i'm so into that i mean i love pete davidson like uh he just gets our our generation i feel like he is so funny i love his personality i could listen to him talk forever and i just think she's so beautiful uh i don't know much about her personality but i i like it i really like it and how funny that like like the like the sort of obnoxious funny guy is gonna be like this woman who's just like so pristine and and proper seeming yeah it's a great match well (laughs) hey sorry to derail us there um ashley we're kind of gonna stay away from the bachelor for just a second but there's there's a tie-in here um the mass singer is out the latest clues uh are kind of rumored now, yeah, here, now, Ashley, what's going on? Um, <laughs> because they think it's somebody from The Bachelor. Who could it be? Okay. So it says, this is the Piglet's Clues. And I'm really going to have to start watching The Masked Singer now to figure out who this is. Because I think you and I would know based on their voice, maybe than the general public. So it's the Piglet knows how to stay cool even in the heat. All right. I'm a bit of a hopeless romantic. There's a clock. There's a question mark. Sure, I've given away a few roses. The world saw my heart break. That's a dead giveaway to me that it's a bachelor persona. Persona bachelor alum. This person has a tattoo of a heart with an axe. Um, There's a lollipop. And a fortune cookie. So the Reddit users, which I don't read personally, but our producers apparently do, <laughs> say that the rumor is it's Colton Underwood. Uh, do you know any of those? Do you know if, if he has like a tattoo of a heart with an axe or if there's a meaning between the lollipop and the fortune cookie with him? I don't. I don't. It would be shocking to me if it was Colton. But, I mean, me too. I, I don't think that people are like really, um, you know, <laughs> trying to get him on. It would, like it's a, a big show. Now, here's the que- right now. here's the question though: um, Is it a guy or a girl? Like, can we tell from the mass singer? 
Uh, you, not always, not always. I mean, yes and yes and no, but there's like some voices that can kind of go either way, especially in like the suit. Yeah. I would say like my gut instinct would be somebody along the lines of a Sean Lowe or an Andy Dorfman. I got a lot of messages, Ashley asking if it was me and there's, there's a dead giveaway here. I don't want to say it wasn't me, but let's just be honest. My singing if, oh, if you have to be, yeah, 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 no. yeah, yeah. Ashley just said it for me. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's not I'm great. not trying to say that I'm good at singing, but yeah, Ben, Ben, I don't know that he'd be casted for this. Yeah, I don't think I'd be the top choice for singing voices. Um, hey, it's interesting. So if you're not watching Mass Singer, there is somebody on there that looks like they've been a part of the Bachelor franchise at some level at some time. Now, there's a ton of rumors swirling. Nobody knows who it is. The clues are fine. I don't know. I got to look into them a little bit more, but stay tuned uh, because the chances that somebody from the bachelor world is pretty high right now. Well, speaking of bachelor world, we did just hint that there's a big announcement with Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers. It's probably not what you think, but it's something exciting for them. Jojo and Jordan over the past couple of years have had a couple shows that they've hosted. Uh, they've, they've done it together and I, I've watched a few of them. They do a great job. Well, TBS sets dating series with Bachelorette couple Jojo Fletcher and Jordan Rogers. They're hosting it. This is according to Hollywood Reporter. Massive news for them. Ashley, what is the show? Tell us about it. It's called The Big D, and it's described as a social experiment that takes play that takes on the relationship space with a twist. It comes from the creators of Dating Naked and MTV's Are You the One? Um, they say that it's going to be following recent divorcees as they search for romance in paradise. The catch is that their exes will be along for the journey. So over the course of several weeks, I believe that it's uh, 10 couples, divorced couples, will be living in a tropical villa in Costa Rica to relearn how to date. <laughs> They'll be looking for love with other contestants in the house. Um, the group will take part in revealing relationship exercises you know emphasize the x in that um and they're designed to help singles form connections make peace with their former partners and finally get over issues holding them back from dating each episode will see one person who isn't relationship material like not ready for a relationship be eliminated and of course we're gonna have to deal with jealous exes which may try to send their rival or perhaps their ex home <laughs> so that'll be fun it sounds like it's gonna be wild i hope jojo and jordan have some some professional help to help walk this This is going to be an interesting show i'm going to tune in well emma the makeup artist is down there doing jojo's glam the entire month and she's been looking incredible i love following their both of their their instagrams for all her looks for each day on set and speaking about looks we got to talk about this kelly hair thing so kelly basically she put her hair into a candle and no well now she's got hair of all sorts of layers <laughs> Have you you alluded to doing this? Did you burn off your eyebrow, your eyelashes at some point? Oh, multiple times growing up. Yeah, you do, it's stupid stuff. Like you have a campfire and you put some like lighter fluid in and it gets higher than you want and it comes up or the grill. You know, I have a grill right now that I have to like light with a match because the starter's mm -hmm. out. And when it does it, sometimes like if the lid has been closed for too long, um, then it poof, pumps up like it's I've burnt 
hair up my arms. Like it, and you have to remember, Ashley, a side of my life that you've never known. Um, I grew up with a family who owned a fish fry business. And so we grew up frying fish around the Midwest for a living every weekend. And so like you're around hot grease and you're frying fish for churches and schools, like getting burnt is not uncommon. Um, Mm -hmm. So it will grow back luckily. um, But it's not, I mean, it definitely not fun. The worst part is the smell. Come on. We've all, you know, smelt burnt hair. It's, it's something, something intense. You know, my friend Naz burnt her lashes and her eyebrow off a little bit on a date a couple Good. months ago. That's like crazy. she was leaning over the candle and th- that happened and she was laughing hysterically. And then the guy what did not think it was funny and it was just a very awkward situation and she never saw him again. Uh, well, that's unfortunate. I mean, come on. Hey, if uh, everybody's done it, well, it connects us. It's something we we share in common. Well, Ashley, to final this thought, this was the last headline. Um, as I read JoJo and Jordan's deal, it does. I've never done this before, but you know what my dream job would be? Hmm. It would what? it would be hosting a show, not exactly like this. This one feels hard. It would be like hosting the Bachelor, like uh, the senior show, where they're going to be doing <laughs> that. Like that would be a dream because, like, can you imagine? the stories that these people have coming into the bachelor world or to the dating world, like the things they have to kind of work through the ability to sit there beside them. Anyways, I'm pumped for Jojo and Jordan. Uh, yeah. Pumped for this. Uh, Ashley, you know what? Yes. It's headlines. Yes. It's off season, but there's a lot to talk about a lot that we had to go through. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode of the almost famous podcast. Um, we're going to bring on some guests. We're going to do some in depths, Just stay tuned for some really exciting stuff along the way. Ashley, thank you. Thank you for letting Jessica come on and talk about her massive accomplishment. This is a big deal in her life, and I'm super pumped for her. I'm so jealous, honestly, that she has the skill to extract her own closed comedones. Uh. Could she teach me how to do that one time? Because, like, my esthetician's like, I'm not teaching you because you shouldn't be doing it on your own. Yeah, I think she, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like all of my friends now, the guys too, when Jessica comes around, they're like, hey, I have this thing on my face. Can you come look at it? Like, and it's kind of cool because I know it it makes her feel loved and she's doing something awesome and she loves what she's doing. She's probably so ecstatic right now. Uh, She's a great advertisement for her own business because her skin looks incredible. That's right. And she's flying back here tonight because tomorrow... I celebrate my 32nd birthday. Come on now. Oh my God. Tomorrow you're 32. So right now you and I sound like we're two years apart. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> you sound so young at 31, you know? I know. I feel it. I feel good. I just got back from a workout. I'm feeling fresh. My joints are working. 32 is uh, is going to be a great year. Ashley, with all that, I've been Ben. Okay. <laughs> I've been Ashley. Bye guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, And how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. 
Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.